That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. I'm doing very well today, except for the fact that I did not do my weekly review, and I kind of forgot all about it in the the midst of actually getting things done. So I throw that back to you, James. Did you do your weekly review? Um, No. <laughs> I did not <laughs> do my weekly review. So um, since I've started uh, a contracting gig Monday through Friday, uh-huh. um, my usual day during the week of doing my weekly review is kind of out of the window. And that just started, and I didn't do a weekly review over Thanksgiving weekend because it's a holiday, as if time <laughs> stops for holidays. But um, And then it's been this week, so I need to get in the habit of doing it on Saturday or Sunday. Um, so I intend to do one, but I have not done one this week. Well, that's how it goes sometimes. It's true. Um and of course, it's important to do your weekly review, but it's also important to get things done. So um, let's check in on our weekly to-do. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. So, Gene, what was your weekly to-do from last week, and did you to-do it? (laughs) Well, last week I said I was going to take the first step to reviving a project that has gotten dormant, um, which is switching over from Google to Fastmail for my welltempered.net email. And, you know, making it doable, I said all I was going to do is open the Fastmail mailbox and look at it. And literally, while you were talking, I did that. So yay me, I did it. I I did not get to it sooner. And I was like, you know, I made this so simple, you could do it during the podcast. So I'm looking at my fast mail, well tempered mailbox. And now, you know, my, my next step will be on that project, um, figuring out can I just, I, I think what I'll do is just close the Google account and whether I have the right email deleted or not deleted. It's, um, you know, I procrastinated enough on this. And, uh, I, that was my question is that I had done some cleanup work on the wrong email box and, uh, was feeling kind of sad about that. But now I realize whatever, just, get the, to the next step and, and be done with it. So, yes, um, weekly to-do, doable, it, during the introduction to the program for the win. And what will be your next weekly to-do? I believe it will be closing my Gmail. Did I? Uh, did you just say <laughs> that, Gene? <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I did say it, but I didn't say it. I didn't. I didn't claim it. 
as the weekly to do, but I think logically that's that's what I do next. So, um, and I don't think I will leave that until we start recording next time. I will try to get to it beforehand, and I won't attempt to do something that um, fiddly while you and I are talking to each other. Um, sounds good. And um, my weekly to do was to print out my car insurance for the next six months, the proof of insurance and put it in the glove compartment and clear out the previous one. And uh, I printed it. I downloaded and printed it. It hasn't made it to the car yet. Um, so I have half of half of an incredibly <laughs> easy weekly to do uh, done. Um, but it's not so time isn't up yet. <laughs> yes, next week I will do we this. I will full, I will do the painstaking folding of it because it's not a full page. The, the folding of the piece of paper, bringing the mm-hmm. piece of paper across the house into the garage, mm-hmm. unfastening the latch on the glove compartment, finding the other ones, taking the one that's old out and putting the mm-hmm. new one in and then recycling the old one. Oh, yeah. I'm exhausted just like thinking about it. Do. That's like more than it's a <laughs> that's, that's a project. My gosh. It might need its own folder. <laughs> I think I think it does. I I might get a binder for it. <laughs> um maybe a trapper keeper would be appropriate. Um uh. so um but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll finish that up. <laughs> um, and so let's see. The interesting thing, though, is that we were talking a little before we started um, recording, and neither of us has done their weekly review this week. And yet, uh, we both have had fairly productive weeks. Um, yes. And um, so. One thing that you have started after coming off of the microblog a day in November is um, is uh, committing to update a micro.blog help article every day in December. Yes. Um, so I just – that's kind of an ongoing to-do that you've, you've claimed for this month. Um, so I just mm-hmm. wanted to uh, ask how – how that idea came to you and how it's going a few days into the month. Um, well, in November, we were doing this daily challenge, blogging, microblogging challenge. It, uh, it's the second year in a row we've done it in November, artfully named Microblogvember. And um, that's catchy. It, it, it's very catchy. <laughs> Believe me, it's much more catchy than my December idea. Um, but it is, um, it turned out very well. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people did a lot of the days or most of the days. We don't have like a elaborate scorekeeping system and we don't, um, we don't nag people. We don't have, you know, it's micro.blog. We're, we're supposed to be chill and, you know, micro about the whole thing. But just every day for me, um, I had a task first thing in the morning was to uh, generate the prompt, the next prompt, because we, we had a random word 
generated each day uh, to, you know, disseminate and let people write, you know, whatever they wanted, just using that word. And um, so, and I would also spend the morning catching up with the micro blog vember contributions, you know, that came overnight, mostly, you know, from Europe. Um, and I curated a timeline of only, you know, micro blog vember entries. So if somebody wanted to, they could, you know, scroll through and see what other people had done. And um, I, it was pretty fun. So it ended up being a task that could take me like up to a couple hours every morning. But, um, you know, it was, it was interesting. And it was also kind of a discreet task, you know, that look at the old entries, give a new word. So people um, in New Zealand could get started because they're a day ahead of us. And I didn't want them to uh, have to wait <laughs> and be a day late in their minds, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, um, I had a little, uh, draft in my drafts app that, uh, you know, I would just update it every day and post it on micro.blog and it was, was satisfying. And when it came to an end, I thought, what am I going to do? Like, what could I do with this time that has been carved out now? And this like kind of this level of motivation, which is, strong but not like you know it does it's not a herculean task it's it's a a bit of a rote task um that's still interesting and um what something that would be writing oriented and i i don't know how i hit on updating the help documents i've talked about doing it you know manton and i have talked about it it's sort of been on my uh you know, in my OmniFocus for a while, which is review all the help documents and, and make sure they're all up to date. And, uh, I, but, you know, it's, it's not exactly daunting, but it, it's, it's, um, you know, it's going to take quite a few hours of work mm -hmm. ultimately to do it. But what if I did one every day? And, uh, and I wouldn't, you know, if if it was a day I didn't feel like I had enough time or enough energy to do something complicated, I could still update a document, um, make some edits, add a link here or there, you know, clean up the language, whatever, something that would take 15, 20 minutes and, and still be able to check that day off, you know, my personal list. So... So, so far, this is the third day. I've done it three days in a row. It's perfect. It's the perfect amount of work. I have some ideas for some parts of it, you know, that will take longer certain days, like writing a new document, adding new documents to the help, obviously takes longer than fixing an old document. But uh, that's okay. You know, like I, you know, those are things I can kind of, uh, chip away at a little bit, you know, during the week. And maybe my goal is to, to do at least one new document every week. So, so the, the bar is not set very high, but mm -hmm. it's something that I look forward to. And it makes me feel better when I see like the documents being up to date. And the only thing that's interestingly hard about it is that 
once you start on one document, you know, and especially a lot of what I'm doing is like doing cross-referencing between mm-hmm. documents because there were documents that didn't exist when we first wrote the help that now could be helpful, you know, and I should put cross-links in. I look, I, I link to another document and I'm like, oh yeah, this document needs an update too. Don't do it today. Like, don't start, you know, down that path whereby you end up sitting, you know, in front of your computer for four hours, um, you know, following the rabbit hole of link, cross-link to cross-link and making everything up to date in one day. It's, that's not the idea. So I ha- I did make it clear when I posted about, you know, that I was going to do this, that I was only going to do a document a day and some of the times that the edits would be minor. Um, and uh, I'm very happy about it. So I'm glad I thought of it. And uh, it's good. Uh, a lot of it I can do by myself. I still need Manton's um, input on things that are more technical. Uh, and I, I told him, I said, I, I commit it to a challenge. And you, Manton, are also going to be involved. <laughs> Uh, but you know, Manson's cool with that. We've been talking about doing it anyway. And there was something else about it that was, uh, uh, I wanted to tell you, but now, now it slipped my mind that it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, oh, I know that it's giving me an opportunity to use GitHub every day, which I don't normally get into. And it's not like very complicated GitHub stuff, but you know, GitHub is kind of quirky. And uh, so, you know, I've been learning a couple of things, you know, I had questions for Manton, how to get certain things to work right, or how, you know, to do headers in certain files. And uh, it just makes me feel happier, like having the practice of going in. And so I've actually committed changes to our help myself, you know, the first one I committed, you know, as a branch and a pull request to Manton, because I said, I just want you to look this over before I really start committing things right and left. And, uh, and it was fine. And so that makes, you know, it's another bonus of the project is to get more familiar with a tool that I should really know better than I do. Definitely. I think that makes good sense too. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it never hurts to, to learn Git and GitHub. Um, (laughs) those are, those are good, good, uh, good tools and skills to have because they're so widely used. Um, Mm -hmm. that's great. And it's also, um, I don't know if I'd be able to stop at one article instead of digging in. That's pretty mm-hmm. <coughs> pretty amazing. It's uh uh it's sometimes for me tasks are like potato chips. You can't yes. you can't <laughs> just stop at one. Um but um no and and again as you say like it's not necessarily like extraordinarily rapid progress on the task but it's um measured steady kind of uh sort of looking for measured steady 
um, constant progress, consistent progress. And um, that's really, I mean, as long as you're moving forward towards the goal, that's, yeah, that's really the important thing. Um, Yeah. And um, then it also lets you get that done and also other things done in your life too. So it's not like some giant crunch time, get it all done real fast and, um, yeah. So that's a yeah. that's a really great, great thing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm on day mm. three. Oh, uh, I am calling it. You know, I was like, well, that was micro blog vember. This is December. That's how I thought of it because I was like, what begins with a D? And documentation popped in my head. But then it's like, well, what am I going to call it? And I'm calling it December, um, which is, uh, you know, it it's not a word that like especially makes me go like, oh, that's such a cute word. But uh, I couldn't think of anything else. And I was like, you are not going to back out of this idea just because you can't think of a clever title. And also I decided if I thought of something I liked better, I would just change it. <laughs> that's a good idea. And actually, I like December. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that's not a bad name. I like it better than... Micro micro blog vember, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what, both of them are perfectly fine names. Um, but no, I like Docsember, and okay. um, this uh, this week I also uh, actually complete well completed launched a project. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess it was it was maybe like. Two months ago, I just was thinking, because as a developer on Apple's platforms, I'm using the Swift programming language and the Xcode uh, tool for building things. Um, And different versions of Xcode come with different versions of Swift. And at least for me, I can never keep track of what the current, because they update about twice a year, Mm -hmm. Swift, and then multiple times a year Xcode. So I never... And they're always working on a version, and I always I can never keep straight. Like, did they finish five point three, or are they <laughs> still working on five point three? And they're working like so. Um, I just made a simple page um, that just has the current version of Swift, the current version of Xcode that goes with it, the development version of Swift, the beta version of Xcode that goes with it, and then kind of a version history of Swift versions and what Xcodes they go with. Um, hmm. It's called swiftversion.net. Um, and it was just something I kind of wanted, but then I figured why not have it available for everybody. Um, so I uh, kind of designed it. I did all the HTML and CSS myself. Um, and it's uh, so in some ways it was kind of a design exercise for me. Um as I kind of practice my design skills and CSS skills. Um, But also I think it's something I know I'll find useful. And then I kind of announced it on Twitter and on the Swift forums. And um, it seems like a lot of other folks will find it useful as well. So I'm happy to have done that. Um, And um, yeah, it's also maybe one of the quickest um, going from thinking of something to getting it out in the world that I've done recently. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, 
definitely taken by surprise when you launched it because I was thinking, I don't remember this being on James's <laughs> to-do list. <laughs> and uh, yay, you. Sometimes we just think of a thing and it can go up to the top of the to-do list and then get done and uh, makes us feel happy. Yeah, over Thanksgiving, I was thinking, oh, this thing is close. Like if I put a little bit of time here, I could probably wrap this up and get it out in the world and off of the to-do list. Um, now, obviously, I need to update it whenever a new version of Swift or Xcode yeah. comes out. But again, that that happens a few times a year. So, and I'm sure I'll get nasty emails telling me that I forgot to update it if I do. Um, not nasty, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, no. a, a reminder helpful emails. emails. Helpful, helpful, helpful reminders. angry emails. Um, <laughs> so the worst case scenario is like I'm off by a day or two. Um, so I, I yeah. think I think it'll be, uh, be uh, a good resource for folks, and I'm happy to have done it. Um, I also... Um, and again, that is the beauty of our trusted systems is that when something floats up to the top and we say, oh, you know, that's really the thing I should do next. That's what you do. Um, yeah. And it's and you don't you haven't pre prioritized every single thing on your list. You kind of choose from among what you have that you want to get accomplished and mm -hmm. you pick that. Um, so again, if something should come up, um, and suddenly documentation isn't the most important thing, you can put that aside and do something else and not feel bad about it because something else took priority. Um, uh, are you talking about my project? Your project. Yes. Well, well cause my project is done. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have to put it aside. Um, I, well, I am doing a day-by-day -day post, you know, numbered post, just kind of like micro, sorry, micro blog vember. Uh, so it would pain me to skip a day or even, you know, God forbid too, but I have a lot of backup ideas of things that can be updated in like a minute. So I can always update something quickly if, on a day otherwise. Um, but uh, I don't think it's going to be a problem because it is working out for me to be like kind of the the daily task that gives me traction in the morning mm -hmm. to go and then do other things. And it's kind of a nice thing to do while I'm drinking some coffee and uh, and keeps me from, you know, losing track. I have it set in my uh, Do app. As I had micro blog vember, um, I I just find for those daily things or weekly things that have a must have done deadline, do really keeps me from you know forgetting about it uh, in a way that OmniFocus. I I'm just not as big a fan of their reminders as I am of the do alerts, and so, um, you know every day that uh, will pop up and I can mark it done, you know, once I've published it. And, and I, I like that. So like getting a thing, you know, checked off 
we did actually had a little discussion this week on micro.blog about do versus reminders and, you know, iOS. And I did a little digging around trying to figure out why I preferred one or, over the other. And I think, you know, everybody's different. Um, but for me, do is just much faster, like to add something, mark something done, snooze it, like it, it's just easier. Um, and uh, I, but, uh, you know, and, you know, at the same time, I was thinking about why is it that I don't like the Omni reminders as much. And I feel like, I don't know that, that the, the, I can't really, you know, say exactly, but I think you get to snooze. The snoozing works better. Like if I'm not mistaken, OmniFocus, you just snooze and that comes right back. Um, and sometimes uh, with do you have options of one or three hours or a day. And I mean, you could always go into the app to edit it to something more specific, but it usually works for me for something that I don't want to be, be falling off of my list to have something that I, maybe I snooze it a couple of times for an hour, but then I get to mark it done. Um, so it's interesting, but oh, the thing that I do think about do though is that there is a limit to how many things I want to be reminded about. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I think for me it's like three, um, because otherwise it just you're constantly snoozing reminders, and it also has to be something that can be done or not done, like within a a short period of time, like something pretty discreet, because if it's, it's something that takes more than a step, then you're going to be snoozing it a lot. And, uh, and that's gets annoying. But if you don't want to forget something, which I tend to do all the time, uh, then having it in do is great, but, you know, within limits. Definitely. And one thing I've been trying to do is track some habits in OmniFocus, mm -hmm. but I'm tracking too many of them. <laughs> so every day is just like this chore of checking things off. Um, I also am trying to figure out at what point, because, and maybe this should be a whole other uh, episode, um, yeah. is just at what point is because once something is actually a habit, you shouldn't need to track it anymore. Right. Because the whole point of a habit is you do it without thinking. It's habitual. Right. So, and so, for example, so my dance party, I never get a remind. Well, I get a big loud reminder. It's called <laughs> yeah. music turning on. Um, yeah. But I don't necessarily feel like I need to check it off. Um, right. And there are a number of things like that. Like, I never use the reminder to put out the garbage cans. Um, uh, because I do. <laughs> well, I, because I look outside and all the neighbors' cans are out. I'm like, oh, I guess that's today. Um, so th I kind of have external reminders for some right. things. And then, you know, if I do happen to miss a week, it's like, okay, I'll have more garbage for next week. Um, mm. Usually it's not like 
a crisis if that doesn't happen. Um, so I'm tr- like, I haven't really had time to think about it, but I'm trying to rethink about how I deal with habits in, uh, yeah. in OmniFocus or in general. I, I was going to wait and maybe bring that up in a, a whole episode to talk about it so we could do that. Well, we can, uh, well, I think we should. I think we are at about time if you didn't have mm-hmm. anything else for this week. No, I'm, I think I'm good. Oh, I, I know what I was going to say is I don't need a reminder to feed the guinea pig. <laughs> well, I'm guessing you have a reminder. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, that's not on my responsibility list. That's been delegated to the guinea pig to remind me to feed them. Yes, and Dexter reminds me. In fact, a lot of meowing, and I'm checking: is is this okay? Is that okay? Has he got enough water? You have enough this? You have, and then it's like, what's wrong with you? Um, and then he just wanted to snuggle, so it's like, okay, Aww. we can do that. Um, but that's the last thing I'll check first. Make sure all the all the necessities of life are there. Um, okay. Well, in that case, um, let's wrap up this episode so we can get back to getting things done, um, whether they're currently at the top of our list or not. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On Twitter and micro.blog, we are at The Weekly Review. And uh, you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Now, it'd be great if you'd rate or review us, this podcast. It helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us. And anytime you contact us, rate us, review us, it always makes us smile to know you're listening and know that you kind of like the show. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy being. Organizational fun There's a lot of things